Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Buccaneers in this game, they are 10 and a half point favorites. As they should be. As they should. But Costos, oh, you better you bet, came on and told us if you missed that podcast, check out the Bet MGM Tonight. Search wherever you listen to your podcast. Listen to that interview with Nick Costos. Yeah. He said that. He would not take the Buccaneers at 10 and a half, 11 oh. anywhere. They don't deserve it, especially against a Falcons team that I must admit, I do side with him in this point. The Falcons stink, but when Cordell Patterson is playing football, for sure, it's actually scary. But this run defense, Vita Vea back, I mean, it's it's different. But then the the, the Buccaneers are also a different team on the road. Maybe the, maybe the Bucs overcame their road woes last week. They did come to six. Down the- Last with my woes. With your woes. They cover the six out of nowhere. Which is crazy because, like, last Leonard year, their postseason run. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year, like, their whole run was on the road. Yeah. I mean, uh, what? Is, so you, you would actually play Atlanta in this spot? I like Atlanta. I do. But I feel like at some point, Tom Brady and this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, they're going to get back to just beating the brakes off of teams. Like, like, could you – what do you think, like, the motivation is behind maybe Tampa – depleted early in the season on the road opposed to now where things are starting to get more serious. Like yeah. I, I feel like now that should be passing the friends. I feel like now you have to yeah, no yeah. passing the friends on that call. That's weird. I feel like now like aren't the Buccaneers, they're going to Atlanta. So they're playing on a turf field. Right. They performed last week great against a Colts team that has a— How did I not know? A, sorry. How did I not know that Chris Richard was a turncoat and went to the Saints? I did not know that. I hate him now. Where is he at? He's on the Saints. That's him right there in the Saints hat. Yeah. He was the DC for the for the uh, Cowboys. Oh wow! You gotta hate him now. Yeah, hate him. Anyway, Absolutely sorry about like, that. I, I don't hate mean Brian to Kelly, who's faking Southern accents. My yeah. family. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like there's more motivation right now for Tampa to be better on the road. Yeah. Uh, especially you know, then you get the news about AB with the fake COVID. Like, if just psycho- like psychologically speaking. Tom Brady should go out there and be like, yo, forget all this extra noise. Let's beat the brakes off Atlanta and keep moving on. Yeah. And then on top of that, it's Matt Ryan. You know, there's history there. And on top of that, they're playing on turf. And they looked good last week on turf, on the road, against the Colts. Now, they almost didn't cover the six. It took Leonard Fournette barely at the, a at the second to make a— for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> had to go in there and get a tutty for the fourth one of the day. But I kind of want to take templates against all the— actual trends that tell you not to, but yeah. I don't know how much I love Atlanta in this spot. Yeah, I'll, I'll be with the uh, with the regular Joes, and I'll be going against the Sharps and against the number here, and I'm going to play Tampa Bay, man. Like, this is the 17th, the 17th, the 16th consecutive game that they've been favored. That's the longest streak in Tampa Bay Buccaneer history, even when they had, like, Warwick Dunn, Allstott, all those guys, Warren Sapp. Where did Mike Allstott go to high school? Uh, Joliet Catholic Academy, then Purdue. Oh. I'm not a Purdue guy, but they may win tomorrow night in hoops. Tampa Bay, here, here's why I'm taking Tampa Bay. They've run the league's highest rate of plays inside the opponent's 10-yard line. So they get in the red zone, right, with Brady and all those weapons. 76 plays inside the opponent's 10. Atlanta, 32 plays inside the opponent's 10. Worse yeah. in the league. In I know this because, again, last week, even though I said I'm done with Atlanta and I'm done with the sides, I'm done with they the totals and the overs, year. I took the over in that damn game, though, and they couldn't score in the red zone. They've scored just two offensive touchdowns from outside of the red zone. Fewest in the NFL, probably going to be fewest in NFL history. So no chunk plays. They're not ripping off any big gains because it's been Kyle Pitts and a bunch of nobodies. They did get Patterson back, and they look a lot better because he really does everything for them. Doesn't have to just return 
kicks and punts. He's the running back. He's the receiver. He's 80% of that offense. And then that opens up Kyle Pitts. Uh, Brady started the season looking great. The first six games, he only threw two picks. I don't know what's going on for him. Well, with him now seven yards per pass attempt the last five weeks. And he's also thrown seven interceptions in his last six games. Yeah, that's crazy. Still all that being but said, like, man, it's Tom Brady, and he's still got 30 touchdown passes, I too. was cutting <laughs> him some slack and saying, like, not all those interceptions are on him. He's had some bad picks recently. Like, yeah. like clearly, like, bad throws. Like, what the hell are you doing, Yeah, Tom? off Godwin's hands. There's been a couple of those, too. At least he's looking to push the ball down the field at his age because, like, we remember when Peyton showed up that one year and you were like, oh, he has no arm strength left. And, you know, we saw it last year with Phillip Rivers, even. Like, Phillip Rivers, especially the second half of the season for the Colts, couldn't make the throws. Brady still can. 30 touchdown passes still. So I think this is going to be a bounce back spot against an Atlanta team who's 31st in league in the league in pressure rate. They don't get after the quarterback. That's how Brady looks like Brady. He sits in the pocket. He picks you apart. Yeah. I don't think they have the pass rush to get to him. I'll be with that's the Joes really, on this one, man. That's really the thing. Is It's like Atlanta doesn't really have yeah. anybody to rush off the edge and get to Brady. And when Brady has time to pick defenses apart, he does. And <clears throat> the one stat that I or the one trend that I think is really interesting is that the Bucks have not covered outside of that Colts game unless they're favored by double digits or more, right? Isn't That's that the first game that they've covered outside of double digits. Uh the Falcons, obviously not the Colts. They have no run game except for Cordell Patterson to speak of. They're ranked 30th in the NFL at 85 yards a game. So they're not worried about someone like Jonathan Taylor coming over. The, the Bucks already stopped the run really well. So that takes dimension away from their offense because you know that the, the Bucks are going to be able to stop the run regardless. Uh, also, in terms of the pass, they've got really no weapons besides Kyle Pitts. They're the 19th-ranked passing attack in the league. So I'm very curious how the Falcons are going to score. This Falcon team has had 13 or a few points in the game six times this year. So even though the Bucks are double-digit favorites, and I'm not going to play this game officially, if I had to make a play, I would hammer the Bucks because yeah. they're 4-0 against the spread when they're 10 or more favorites, and they put the boot to the neck when they're supposed to. They're 4-0 against, against the spread. Is, they, they lost as like 10.5-point favorites against Washington. Outright. Oh, they were, I bet they were, against them. They were 9. They closed at 9. Closed at nine in that they one. They closed at yeah. nine. Yeah. Sick. So, I guess yeah. they had the wrong number in that one. Shoot. Yeah, so. We all did. Well, we all did. I did, too. <laughs> they lost outright. Yeah, I was on that. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the question that I have is, like, how Wasn't good. Wasn't like the same thing? How good are, it's just the trend, right? It's like double digits or not double digits. The question is really what's going on with the Bucks. Like, they look tremendous at times, and then sometimes it looks like they struggle to get going. Sometimes it looks like Brady's not himself. Sometimes yeah. it looks like the defense is not themselves. So, yeah, I like the Bucks to be able to put things together by the end of the season. But really, up until further notice, there's plenty of other games that I'd rather bet. And the total oh, God, I don't yeah. like either at 50 and a half because I would lean the under. But who knows? Maybe the Bucks come out and score like 48 points since 48-3. They looked yeah. really good last week, though. Not, like, I can't lie. That was a the great Colts game. The Colts should have won that game, sides. though. Colts should have won that That's game. That's a great game. That was on the, That's the game of the week, lose. man. That was, that was a game of the week. You know, yeah. and if they continue to go to Jonathan Taylor instead of making Carson Wentz the hero, then they probably actually do does. win that game. But Tampa Bay, and here's the thing about Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is almost like an NBA team because they have all the talent. Like they've already, I mean, they're going to win the division. You know what I mean? So they're almost just, I feel like toying with teams. And that's dangerous to do. And I'm not saying they're going out there and like not trying their hardest or losing on purpose. But like we did this with them last year where they went four consecutive weeks without scoring 30, uh, 28 points. And we yeah. were like, what's wrong with the Bucks' offense? Brady can't play in the cold weather. Brady can't play past 7 p.m. What does Brady do in the playoffs, though? So, like, 
I'm not really worried about them. I'm not worried about Brady, even with the picks. And even though he's, you know, dinking and dunking the last couple games, because that's what we expect. A, in these primetime spots, he never plays well. And in colder weather games. But now he's playing in the Dome against a terrible Atlanta team. I'm not going to be the guy that, I, I know it's a lot of points. I'm done with Atlanta. Maybe for the rest of, maybe until Matt Ryan retires. Yeah. They suck. I don't blame you. At and all I hate them. And I hate, they've cost me more money than Catholic school these last five years. <laughs> I might have to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers officially. I yeah. mean, man. Yeah. Who was going to stop Tom Brady? Like, exactly. I think he just picks that, that team apart. And also, give me a Gronk anytime Tutty and give me overall Tom Brady. Tampa Bay has Gronk linebackers props. that could cover tight ends, too. Also, That's I'm true. taking all the Gronk props. There all you go. of them.